a Cochrane systematic review that is the, the gold standard. The, the main motto of Cochrane is uh, to disseminate the best viable evidence. And Hello everyone, so today we are ready for a new break related with Cochrane rehabilitation. Hi everyone and welcome to the next episode of Science in the Break. In this episode we cover systematic reviews and evidence-based health decision making. We are so excited to have three speakers from the Cochrane Rehabilitation who will share their knowledge on these topics. In the first part of the episode, we will hear from Dr. Carlotte Kikins, who will give us an overview of Cochrane Rehabilitation. Following this, we will be speaking with Dr. Chiara Arienti, who will give us a more specific overview of systematic reviews, as well as some opportunities for young researchers to get involved with Cochrane Rehabilitation. And lastly, we will be talking with Vanessa Young, who will give us an example of an opportunity for young researchers to get involved with Cochrane Rehabilitation. Thank you so much for watching and we hope you enjoyed this episode. Hi Carlotte, so thank you for being uh, our guest for Science in the Break. Can you explain more in general what is Cochrane? Sure, hi Francesco. Uh, Cochrane is, is a worldwide institute that is based as a, as a charity in the United Kingdom, but it's in fact a big community uh, made of volunteers, uh, scientists all over the world. Uh, but also institutions, universities, hospitals who work on evidence synthesis. So the, the vision of Cochrane is that um, politicians or um, authorities decide, make their decisions uh, on health based on the best available evidence. And so what they mostly do, the, the core business is doing systematic reviews of the available evidence and uh, mostly randomized controlled trials. That's what Cochrane does. And then I know you work more in particular on the rehabilitation chapter. Exactly. So Cochrane is organized in different kinds of groups. Um, first there are the review groups do the reviews, but they are uh, usually uh, based on, for example, a health condition like uh, Cochrane stroke, Cochrane musculoskeletal, Cochrane back and neck, uh, or uh, also other uh, health conditions. These groups are organized in eight networks. Then there are the, the geographic centers like Cochrane Italy, Cochrane Belgium, Cochrane US, and they are responsible for knowledge translation within their country. They also give courses, education, um, and also do, in some cases, translations. Then there are the fields, the Cochrane fields, and Cochrane Rehabilitation is one of the 13 fields who work on a dimension rather than on a health condition. Um, and this is very specific for rehabilitation because um, a study was done on uh, Cochrane reviews relevant for rehabilitation and they were over more than half of the Cochrane review groups. So for practitioners in rehabilitation it's very difficult to find the right evidence because it's really very sparse all over Cochrane. And, and so a field is in fact a bridge between Cochrane and between practice. And we want to bridge uh, between rehabilitation practice, multi-professional obviously, and Cochrane. So on the one hand, we want to disseminate 
uh, the reviews relevant for uh, rehabilitation to the practitioners. And on the other hand, we also want to bring the problems of uh, the field to Cochrane. Research in rehabilitation is not so easy. Randomized controlled trials are not always possible, are very difficult because of numbers of people, because you cannot blind people, because of the type of interventions. And so we are also working on methodology to improve also the quality of the and the different methods of research and rehabilitation. Because one of the problems is that there are, and a big frustration of people with Cochrane is that there are a lot of what they call empty reviews or a conclusion that there is not uh, not enough evidence or not enough quality evidence uh, for interventions in rehabilitation. So that is one of the things we're also working on. How, how does it work, the, that kind of bridge between the Cochrane rehabilitation uh, expertise mm -hmm. and the clinician? So um, within Cochrane rehabilitation, we have five working areas. Uh, one is the review area where we really tag all the reviews. So what we have done the last years is we looked at all the reviews that are in Cochrane and we looked if they were relevant for rehabilitation practice. And they are all bundled on our uh, website, on the webpage evidence. So now a clinician can go on our website um, and you can search either by health condition or by professional. So a physiotherapist, for example, can look all the reviews that are relevant for physiotherapy. So that is already making it very much, much more easy to, to access the evidence. Uh, the second area is the communication area, and there we really work on the dissemination. We, for example, make block shots. Block shots is uh, one slide, so we screen all the new reviews that are published, and then if it's relevant for rehabilitation, we, we, we make a, a synthesis, a summary of, the, of the, the conclusions, in fact, in one slide. And this we send around through our newsletter that we send out monthly, through all the socials, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. So that is also a way of, in a very easy, fast way, sending yes. this to the patients. Um, then we have the publication area, where we have agreements with different uh, journals in the field of rehabilitation. And there we make Cochrane Corners. So we uh, summarize a Cochrane review and make a discussion from a rehabilitation perspective. So the clinician can read in one, two pages the essentials of the review and what it means for his practice. Then we have the education area where we organize like workshops in congresses and we are now working on making also some online platform with webinars or material available online. And then the last but not least is the methodology area where we work on the methodology problems like uh, reporting, for example. We did a study um, looking at uh, uh, papers published uh, in, even with RCTs in rehab journals and we saw that a lot of data were lacking to be able to reproduce, to replicate the study or to bring it into practice. Um, so that are the five working areas. Yes, and then the other... Uh the other focus that I, I, I like to have is more related with the younger researchers. So I, I know that most of the PhD, they need to, they need to do systematic review. Sure. Maybe, can you explain a bit more if a, 
a young researcher can get that level or if not, how they can get that level for the, revu for yeah. the reviews? Um, that, that's a good question. So indeed, a Cochrane review is uh, a review of the highest quality, which means that it has a very strict methodology of searching the literature, of, uh, of assessing uh, the, the level of evidence, the quality, uh, looking for the risk of bias, and there are there's a whole handbook, the Cochrane handbook, to do systematic review. So it it uh, needs a lot of time, patience, and a lot of motivation. But I think it is really uh, very um, instructive for for the researcher because it gives a good basis of what is already there and how to go further with the own research. Because if you um, assess the literature in a very good way, it will also help you on, on doing yourselves better studies, because if you see how they are um, uh, assessed, you can learn a lot also of, of errors that made others, so it will for sure improve your own research in the future. The, the advantage is that you, have, you go to a group and they also help you. There are editors, there's a lot of expertise. Um, there are courses, there are workshops, uh, the Cochrane Centers organize courses. It's a choice to make, but I think it's, it's something that teaches a lot to young researchers. Hi, Chiara. Thank you for, uh, for being here. Uh, first of all, thank you so much for uh, this uh, invitation. And uh, I'm uh, always very happy to share my experience, my research experience that uh, started uh, in 2016 uh, with my uh, application for uh, a PhD in uh, Cochrane Rehabilitation. And uh, I worked in Cochrane for uh, uh, four years as P PhD student. Um, Cochrane Rehabilitation born with me, with my PhD. I already spoke a bit with um, Carlotte but I would like to understand a bit more with you uh, how a young researcher could interact with the Cochrane Rehabilitation. Uh, we have a specific activities and uh, we have a specific project to carry on and uh, we uh, often need uh, contributors for these projects, for these activities. So usually uh, if the people uh, want to collaborate with us, we propose project uh, or work uh, or activity uh, um, from Cochrane uh, Rehabilitation. And then uh, as Cochrane Rehabilitation, uh, we adhere uh, to another uh, student program uh, that is uh, the Cochrane International uh, Mobility. And inside this uh, uh, education training, uh, we have a specific uh, program for a student, uh, for student, for health professionals, but also for other uh, background, uh, for PhD students uh, that want to, uh, to learn about uh, the Cochrane Systematic Review uh, and uh, uh, to learn uh, how to disseminate the evidence inside yeah. and outside uh, Cochrane. Um, so we have these two different uh, uh, situations, the headquarters, that is a, a, a fixed structure inside the organization of Cochrane Rehabilitation. And then we have the educational program 
that is the Cochrane International uh, Mobility. And inside this, uh, there is a specific Cochrane Rehabilitation Program for, uh, for students. You can find this program, the Cochrane International Mobility, inside the Task Exchange uh, Program in Cochrane Rehabilitation. There is a specific uh, website, and uh, here you can find the Cochrane International Mobility, and you can see the proposal came from from uh, came out from different uh, Cochrane groups. One of these uh, is Cochrane Rehabilitation. And so if you are interested to collaborate in a rehabilitation topic, uh, you can apply our uh, Cochrane International Mobility Program. We um, used the, the uh, Cochrane International Mobility to find the younger researcher available to help us in this project. And uh, we, we found the different people and uh, uh, they um, started to collaborate with us on these people. And uh, the, the changing was, uh, uh, the exchange was, uh, um, they helped us uh, to conduct the rapid reviews. They learn the methodology of the, uh, on how to conduct a rapid review. And at the end, uh, uh, they will be the, the author of this uh, paper. So yes. uh, it, it, I think it is a, a good exchange, yes. exactly. And then uh, eventually uh, we collaborate also uh, with uh, another um, Cochrane group dedicated to the student. The name is uh, uh, Student for Best Evidence. It is a, a, a blog, just a blog, uh, for uh, uh, students uh, uh, came from different backgrounds, always in as professionals. Students can uh, write uh, um, some article in different uh, uh, topics. And so the exchange is uh, you can write an article on this blog, and so you uh, produce an article and so you can share um, your um, competencies, your, your skills yeah. with other uh, students, or eventually you can learn something on specific topics, uh, reading the articles uh, uh, written by other uh, students. Are there options also to, to help in dissemination? Or to, or to, let's say, close that gap between the, the reviews and the, and the clinician, because then ultimately we want to help a clinician with our research. Uh, exactly, yes. Uh, if the people, the students are interested also in this uh, activity, they are very welcome, for example, to do the, the block shot, that, that is a, a very short summary of uh, a Cochrane uh, systematic review and rehabilitation, uh, or um, eventually uh, to write uh, a Cochrane corner in a specific, uh, that is a, a very short uh, article, the summary of a Cochrane review, but uh, uh, as article. Thanks a lot, Vanessa, for being here with us for Science in the Break. Chiara told me about your experience that uh, I think is really interesting for uh, for young researchers to understand how they can be included in uh, Cochrane rehabilitation. 
Okay, so uh, thank you, Francesca, for having me here with you today, having this virtual coffee together. Um, so I, I have a cup too from Seattle. <laughs> um, so I um, basically joined um, Cochrane uh, last June, June 2020. Um, I was working in Germany, but due to COVID, uh, I couldn't go to the clinic anymore because all the known emergency treatments were uh, halted. And, and so I was trying to find a way to remain uh, connected to the field to, you know, do something, make the difference. Uh, and also uh, continue my growth because I, I just graduated with my master. So I, I know that I still have a lot to, to learn. So I started looking around the web and uh, I remember about Cochrane because I used Cochrane during my graduate studies to find the systematic reviews and identify the gaps. And I discovered that I could create uh, uh, an account uh, and through the task, uh, you are able to gain membership. I started with Cochrane Crowd, uh, which is that area where you have Cochrane identifying like uh, uh, RCTs uh, or the randomized control trial. You do the coding. And, and then afterwards, I transitioned to Cochrane Task Exchange. And here you find a list of tasks that you can apply for, you can decide. There are all the groups posting for help. And I started there by doing some peer review and some um, for protocols and for um, systematic reviews, the one that then they need to be submitted for approval. Um, after about two or three months, I believe, I saw that Cochrane Rehabilitation posted uh, this opportunity with uh, the Cochrane International Mobility Program. And uh, so I applied. I saw that they had, oh, this is, I, I was not aware of Cochrane Rehab before. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> I it's learned. Pretty new. It's pretty new, you know, it's 2016. So. True, true that. Uh, and I was a little bit too dependent at the beginning because I thought maybe they needed somebody with more experience. Maybe they want an MD or something like that. Uh, but um, I decided to apply it at the end. I sent my application and after uh, a brief interview with Chiara, uh, she wanted me on board for a project. So we started our journey together around August 2020 and we are working on our review um, together. And that's the, the part that was, um, that I wanted to share uh, with you about my experience and my, you know, my fear of not being, you know, uh, at that stage yet to be competitive enough to be part of that program. It's to ease the worries on other people like me that are entry-level researchers. Uh, so don't be afraid because I have found both Cochrane and Cochrane Rehabilitation in particular, since I've been working with them for one year, to be very welcoming of entry-level researchers. I think that there is that um, acknowledgement that is important to nurture new researchers because then they are, would be the ones 
conducting review. So it's it's uh, it's an investment for the future, uh, and I think they um, they they have a strong awareness of that rite of passage, and so they invest a lot of in us, and so you you don't feel like you don't belong. Uh, I always felt like I belong and I had a role. Uh, and my role is changing and evolving as, as I learn more. And there are always opportunities to learn because you get to listen to experts from around the world. Uh, and uh, it's been an incredible opportunity for like networking purposes also. And, and what I think it's true that you have to have a general knowledge of all the process I don't think you can become the experts of everything. Like I know I cannot become a statistician because statisticians study for many, many years, but I can grow uh, my expertise on that, on that level. Yeah, I really like what you're saying, especially the idea to, to have an open mind in the sense that there are several fields that you, can, you can't know properly, but at least you know what they mean, like statistic. But uh, so you know all this field and then obviously you are focused mostly in your specific domain, but uh, you have like a helicopter view and you have like a complete vision and you are not like a narrow. Yes, not I, narrow yeah. There is that group for you based on your um, expertise and just applying, just be meticulous, be uh, present. Uh, be, like when, when you decide to apply, especially to the CIM program, just be sure you have the time to dedicate because when the task has changed, you can pick and choose what you want to do. And so that means you can manage your time because you can pick one task every two months, one task every three months, one task a year, it's totally about you. Um, but once you enter the CIM program, you then are part of the project, and so you have to be committed uh, to to that to that program, that learning, and that opportunity. Yeah, I think it's a good lesson for a research career to have uh, to learn how to manage uh, the time because uh, you need always to make uh, planning. Uh, for time management when you do a PhD and afterwards, and if you have deadlines and commitment, uh, it can be intimidating at the beginning, uh, I know, but uh, then it's also really useful to, to be more structured. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. All right. I have in mind at least three points that I want just to remind you. The first one is related with uh, systematic reviews. With Ukraine, you can uh, get uh, new skills uh, in order to get really high quality systematic reviews. The second one, research network. Is it so crucial for researchers to have a large and diverse research network? Because uh, with this uh, community, you have the possibility to approach researchers with uh, all around the world with different skills. The third point is related with science communication. As we know, it's really crucial. Um, so I would encourage everybody to go on the uh, Cochrane website of, of Cochrane in general, where you can really find a lot of resources, also educational, and for people involved in the field of rehabilitation, uh, come to our website and uh, or write to us, and, and we can see what are your interests or your talents or your competences, and we can for sure find uh, some work to do. Okay, thank you very much, Carlotta. Thank you for your interest. 
don't hesitate to contact us if you have a question and we will be really happy to have you as an guest for Science in the Break. Bye!